अजीज पॉडकास्ट को यो एपिसोड लाई सहयोग गर्नु भएकोमा पञ्चकन्या फाउन्डेसन लाई धेरै धेरै धन्यवाद पञ्चकन्या नेपालीपन नेपाली मन आफ्नोपनको गौरव स्वाभिमान नेपालको अजीज पॉडकास्ट को यो एपिसोड में आज हमी उन्नबे वर्षीय अंबिका श्रेष्ठजी संग अंबिका श्रेष्ठ इज अ रिनाउंड टूरिज्म अंट्रप्रिनर हेरिटेज कंजर्वेशनिस्ट सोशल वर्कर एंड द प्रेसिडेंट अफ द्वारिकाज होटल्स एंड रिजोर्ट्स यो एपिसोड में हमी अंबिकाजी को जीवनी दाजीलिंग में अपना हजुरा में बासंग बिताया रईला समझना विवाह करे विभिन्न जेन्डर स्टिरोटाइप्स कंजर्वेटिव सोसाइटी संग लड़न पड़े क्षण कैंसर रोग संग लड़े जिते इच्छा शक्ति साहस को कथ सुना श्रीमान स्वर्गीय द्वारिका दासजी संग एटा गोटमाथि कोठा बनाएर शुरू करे देखि आज विश्वचर्चित द्वारिकाज होटल बनासम को संघर्ष गौरव रब आोरी राति जिम्मेवारी हस्तांतरण करुभव को बारे आज को एपिशोड में हम अंबिकाजी संग कुछ Precious time, Ani invited us to Azukoyu Dwarika's hotel. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, and I'm an Oji, so that's fine. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so uh, we've we've met in Poyla, Amru, different your meals are Rumai, na. So just to give a very brief about Ojis, Ojis, maatse as you already know, Ani garme boss mein Azurama Azurbuali hotli bononu baaku saaman aru, which has a lot of history, tradition, culture attached to it. We uh, help them sell it. And be recognized for it, make a living, and on the at the same time, I'm sure you all these podcasts, Mati, Wargo, wisdom, Wargo, uh, life stories, or we capture it so that uh, the younger generation is able to learn how to do this. So you make them inspiring and extraordinary life story. But I think I'm missing the past one here, so this is part of it. Thank you so much. We're so honored to have you as Aji's oh, podcast no, no. guest. Thank you very much for having me, and it's so good what you are doing, especially with the the elderly people because they are at home. They feel useless. Usually, what happens is is the sons and daughters usually they send abroad and they don't come back. So what happens is uh, they feel alone. But when you get them to do all this and they get income, it's one of the greatest thing that you are doing. And also, what you said about learning from them, yes, they have the wisdom. They have gone through different things, and that will help every young man, every young person. Thank you. And Amika Ji, being a woman entrepreneur myself, Pani, na you're such a big inspiration to me. Uh, the things you have uh, built, you know, the enterprise that you have established, eh? it's it's a great honor to be with you, talking with you, speaking with you today. So, um, but as a Chinese, I'm Aji's podcast interview ma will of course focus on your work ma, but also a lot on your life. Na so, uh, please allow me. Uh, I'd like to start by your childhood ne. As you, you were born uh, in Sikkim, right? I was born in Sikkim. Right. So uh, please share with us uh, how was Sikkim like, and how was your childhood like? Childhood, I believe I was uh, born after I had lost, my mother lost some other kids, I mean, you know, childbirth and and also 
then. So what happened is when I was born, I was, in those days, they would uh, throw, they threw me into the chula. And my pupu bought me for one paisa. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that, I believe, is to keep me alive. You know, that, that it was something that she wanted to get rid of all the bad things. So that's how I was there. And I believe I was very sickly. I don't know. But at three years old, I was sent to my grandmother to take, you know, for them to, for her to take care of me. My grandmother wanted me. So that's how I came to Darjeeling, where my mother, grandmother was. And I remember one thing which is strange. When I was three years old, I was carried in a tamdan with my Tulimuma, who had just got married, and she was a bride, and I was with her, and she would feed me oranges. I still remember that. Tamdan, Manali, you... The, the, the thing that you carry. Uh, two people, one in front. Eh, eh, okay, I understand. Okay, Azar. It is my bogareliago. So uh, you were brought up by Azuku grandmother. My grandmother, yes, my grandmother and my grandfather. So I was brought up there. I was taken care, and then they did something which was not done before. They sent me to a British school, one of the best schools. In Sikkim. No, in Darjeeling. Loreto Convent, Darjeeling. And at that time, when I was sent to school, myself and one other Indian girl were the only two non-Europeans, two dark people. We were well, dark-haired and not fair and all that. So we had lots of trouble. Also, at that time, the nuns were trying to convert. At that time, the conversion was allowed. So they were trying to convert both of us into Christians. We were called pagans. So both of us had a lot of trouble. So, Ania, how did you grandparents and life as a child? No, they were very, very good because I was the only thing, only little child with them. They took care of me. Grandmother was very, very strong woman, and she used to really take care of me and do different things, feeding. Also, feed me some things which even now I can't stand. <laughs> oh, like. Like because I, my blood was, I didn't have that much blood, so she would feed me beetroot, which I can't stand even now. <laughs> that red color just gets me. <laughs> so uh, that was, she really took care of me, really took care of me. And then in school, I will have to tell you something. In the vacations, I had tantrums. I said, I'm not going back to school. I really got tantrums because who would like to go to a school where you were taken and taken to a church, kneel in that cold wooden thing for hours, learning all the prayers after and then the nuns getting after you to make you into Christians. So I refused to go back. And it was my grandmother who convinced me. My mother, my father couldn't. So she said, listen, how? And this will count even now. The the, the, the thing that she had, the knowledge, she said, listen, you're going to church and they're teaching you about Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, some people wear red glasses. What do they see? Red. If I wear blue, green glasses, what do you see? Green. And she said, there's no difference. You go to church, the same God. Some people see it with red, some people see it with green. 
That's how she convinced me. Go back. God is God. Any God. Doesn't matter. But you're there to study, to get knowledge. She convinced me. She said, while I was young, I was not allowed to even look at a book. My brothers used to get tutors. I was kicked out of the room if I wanted to go and sit there. They locked the room and I had to sit outside. Because you were a girl child. She was a girl child. She was a girl child. Yes. So she says, that was my situation. We are sending you to school. I'll never forget this. And this I think everybody should remember. Religion. Only people see God in different lights. It's the same God. So, Ambika ji, uh, there is a big influence and support from your grandparents. Very much. She was very, very strong. Very strong lady. Very independent. When uh, my grandfather passed away, and it was an accident, it was a landslide, the whole house was thing. Both of them were buried. But he passed away and she was alive. But she was so strong, she didn't want to live with anyone. She built a small house there and lived there. So do you think some of that strength you've uh, like uh, borrowed or learned from her? Like I think I have something like that because she was uh, telling me everything. She was after me and, you know, making me do things. Gave me the strength and gave me that knowledge of how she was fighting against all the other odds. Living alone. So, Ambika ji, ani a school majun manu bani, which was a different kind of school. I know that the Bilaku zaman ma, to school ma parna paunu is also an opportunity. But at the same time, Azir Banas, it was different for you. Na, would you like to share like costo tio to kune incidents? I know that the Bilak school Bilaku boarding school ma. No, the the school the teachers were very very strict. The nuns were very very strict. They made us do things. And I remember I took a piano class. I hated it. And I left it afterwards. And the reason was because the nun was so strict. If I made one little mistake, she'd hit me here with a ruler like this. So I left the piano. I, I love music, but because of her, I didn't. So that these the things, of course, uh, a lot of sports was there. I played a lot of sports. In those days, no football for us, but there was hockey. And there was uh, basketball. I used to play basketball. I had broke my nose also with basketball. <laughs> I got the ball straight in my face. <laughs> so those are things that I had. And it was very, very good because in the school, the place that I loved was the library. The library had a stock of all sorts of books. Okay. And I used be, they would call me a bookworm because I loved reading. That was it. That's I love that. I used to do a lot of, we used to do a lot of nonsense there, of course. And, uh, you know, hide and go into the, the garden they had, steal peas in <laughs> between the pea things. And I used to do all sorts of nonsense with my friends. <laughs> So, uh, like overall, it's a good childhood thing, just in a way, Ramailo Naimbaru. Yes, and also because I think I was there as a lone child in Darjeeling. I had uncles and all, and I was pampered and, and carried everywhere by them. And I were give, given so much chocolates that I, I had bad teeth, horrible teeth. So, then you moved to uh, Nepal.
Then, no, I did my uh, studies and did all that, you know, passed all that. Then I moved to Kalimpong because my mother was there and she became sick. So I had to be with her, so I stayed with her. And uh, I studied and did everything in the last stage. I studied in the St. Joseph's Convent in Kalimpong, mm-hmm. where a lot of our young girls from here and were also studying. So I, I was there. And then after that, I think for about two years, I taught there. And then... Uh, in those days, of course, the marriage was again the arranged marriage. And uh, I suppose they had sent photos here. And my husband came to look for look at me. That's how. How was that like? Like, do you remember the first time you met Dwarikaji? Yeah, he came and he was, he's, he was a violinist. He used to play the violin very, very well. He came and he was very different. And there was another thing. My parents, they allowed me to meet him alone. In those days, that was not possible, but they allowed me. And so he talked with me and he told me about his life and what he used to do, what he does. It was quite impressive because he was a young man who was uh, very bold, did so many new things. I have to, I'm trying to write about him just now because he started Youth League in this country, the youth movement, and he started the first gymnasium which is still running, Jatha. So all that was his doing. So he was quite a leader, young leader. And so when he was talking and he did all this... When you met Titi Belaina, do you remember the time when you met exactly? And what, what was the conversation no, it like? Was, it was very good because we had big gardens there, a lot of big gardens. And he, we walked in the garden and he talked about his life and what, etc. And then I was angry also because I was very slim, very, very slim. And he told my friend, who was a very good friend, he told her, does she have a disease that she's so skinny? And I got so angry. I said, what? <laughs> so that was something. But then it was an arranged marriage for my parents and my grandparents and did everyone did everything so then I came here not knowing what it was faced a lot of music here <laughs> I, I understand from also previously articles and interviews Parapani I understand that you had to sort of challenge a lot of gender stereotypes you know like uh, as a woman like uh, having brought up in a different way come to a joint family so so how was life like after marriage oh it was very difficult but because of my upbringing and my thing the last thing my mother told me when she sent me out she says listen our family is something for in 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 that area our family is very well known and holds a big standing you know so he said, listen, she said, never let the family down. Remember, when you do anything, please don't let the family down. That's what she told me. I'll never forget. And so everything I used to do, I never said a word against my mother-in-law and father-in-law. I worked. I did so many things which I had never done in my life. Carry 
uh, gagro from downstairs in the water and go four stories high, taking water. Did pressure boy Yes, of course. It was difficult. There were so many new things. The other thing is the language also. I didn't I couldn't under you know know the language also. No worry, I didn't know. I had to learn everything. So it was difficult. No about doing the work at home and all that. I did everything. I never shocked anything. I never said I will not do anything. I did everything. That was, so I, I went through all that. And then, of course, my husband was, as I said, he was a leader. He was put in, made a thing, uh, King Mohendra appointed him in the government, so he became into the government. And he had a lot of things to do, but he was always wanting to see that our women were taken care of in the house because there was uh, three sister-in-laws, and they had to, you know, he was always talking about their food. He was talking about exercise, yoga, and also that the women were kept well and had a good mentality. And he would fight with his father and mother, saying, if the women are good, if their mothers are good, then the children will be good. So take care of them. And so he always had arguments. It was not good. He had arguments and arguments and arguments. And when they had arguments, he was affected because he was in the government. He would bring in home files and work. So he wanted to leave. He had a quarrel with his parents and he said, I'm leaving. We left the house, taking nothing. Huh? And at that time, my daughter was, I think, one year and a little bit, I think. Carried her and we came out, stayed with a friend in a flat. The friend gave us two rooms and that's how we lived. You you were working then? Then No, after that I worked because when I was at home, I couldn't work. But after we left and came out, I had to work because otherwise where would we get the funds mm -hmm. to survive? It was government funds and then we had... I had, the child was there and all, we had to do everything. Also, the house had to be taken care of, the flat. Then the you rent started teaching. Everything. Then the first thing was I started teaching. I started teaching in uh, Kanti Suri School, taught English. Then I got into other jobs. I went into the American Library, the American Library Director, because I had met them during, you know, receptions and all my husband would be going to receptions. I met them and they wanted me to work. So I joined them. I had a very interesting job then. What, 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 what did you do? How, what was it? I was uh, employed as the uh, cultural affairs officer, which they never had. That was the first post. And my job was to, the library was in New Road. Mm -hmm. And I had to do displays for the window. Write up articles and things, put it out, display. And the other thing was I had to arrange talks and programs because people were coming from the U. I could invite people from the U.S. to give lectures. I had invited a whole uh, school uh, boys, a band who gave a, a you know band also, and things like this. Different professors, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and also from Nepal did a lot of, uh, you know, also had people speak 
and also have uh, painting exhibitions, etc. And the other thing was films, which everybody loved, Hollywood films. <laughs> yeah, in in live in the library we had a hall, and so we'd screen the Hollywood films, and members could come in, and we'd have that done. So it's very interesting. it's even now it's very difficult for women. Like there, the modern times could difficult like issues, like not like poilas to town and all, but there are difficult like stereotypes that women still have to break today. But when you came to Kathmandu, lived in a conservative family and all. As a, let's say, a misfit, you know, misfit day boy. I was a misfit. Yeah. So how did you... I looked a misfit too, because I had short hair. Hazir. Nobody had, they would always have uh, long hair tied up, no? And here I was with short hair. <laughs> so how did you like sort of had that strength? Like, okay, I'm going to do this one. Like you still carried I on. You, I told you, my mother had told me that. So I had to think of our family. Anything I didn't want any mark so i would work do everything quietly even if i could if i even if i couldn't i would work this uh, boy azuru you and dwarika le dwarika ji when you moved out this pachi jindagi ali arke bhayo tetibela number 1 we were outcasts literally outcasts but all that to sabai judgment to sabai negative kurale it didn't really break you like no azuru no. it gave me more strength that i had to do things i had to show things that I'm not doing anything wrong. See, that my whole thing was, I didn't do anything wrong. I always went straight. I never said anything bad about anyone. Okay. But I had to go ahead and earn and do things for the house and for the family. So that is what I was doing. I have gone all over the world traveling, doing business. Travel agency, Koliana. So I was all over the world wearing, in those days I used to wear a sari. A handbag, a briefcase, throwing, going through. Different cities, different countries. Going from one office to the other, getting business for the country. And when I did any business, I would just fail, talk about Nepal first. Nepal, 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 and then talk about the company. Awesome. I've been all over. Ikle. My husband used to let me go and I used to go. I used to go to different fairs, different tourism fairs. Berlin, my fair, London, my fair, my Madrid, Munich, as well as Milan and all these places. India, my father, so you are the tourism industry mine, Okay, I was doing all this work, no? And my husband was in the government. Then he was a Bada Hakim in Saptari. Saptari. He got very sick. He got diabetes, he nearly passed away. So I resigned from my job in the US Embassy thing and went down. I had a very good job in the US Embassy actually. And then Embassy ne bhonupori because at that time there was no embassy here. The ambassador was in Calcutta and only an office was here. So I resigned and I went and stayed with him. And then I stayed with him most of the time. Put the children in school. Okay. And went there. 
सो देन स्टेड विथ हिम एंड देन वेन यू फिनिश यू वेन टू नेपालगंज आई वॉज देर विथ हिम इन नेपालगंज ऑल्सो एंड फ्रॉम दे बाकी बाकी बढ़ दिया एंड देन केम बैक हिया एंड देन ही वॉज ऑल्सो वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग ही इज डन अ लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स फॉर दिस कंट्री ही वॉज मेड द गवर्नर फॉर राष्ट्र वाणिज्य बैंक द फर्स्ट गवर्नर द अदर थिंग ही डेड वॉज यहाँ द्वारिकाज देखन भो है ना वाइल ही वॉज स्टूडे यूथ लीग होता खी ही सर्मी सिकर्मी दुईटा ये थाम चिरे बाहर को आगो में हालां बाली रखे ए यो के बाबू भादा खेल ए भिता बड़ा राम काठ नि हम डर फ्रेम बना हजार ही टुक द्री पिलर्स ही टुक इट फ्रम दैम हिज आई गिव यू न्यू ही गेव दम न्यू पिल न्यू काठ दिए पागल हो तो सीन्स देन ही स्टार्टेड पिकिंग अप ऑल दिस पीसेस यहाँ तो पीसेस मैं ये घर बनाये हमें कति कर लोन लगा जगह लर बनाए दिस हाउस वॉज मेड आई वॉज दे फ्रम डे वन वर्किंग खुट्टा भाचे केला अब पैसा चाहिए सो वी स्टार्टेड डुइंग ऑल दिस अदर वर्क वी फाउंड दैट इन नेपाल वी डोट हेव एनी रॉ मेटेरियस वी हेव टू इम्पोर्ट एवरीथिंग फ्रम आउटसाइड टू डू एनी रॉ थिंग्स वट डू वी हेव नेचर गॉड हेज गिवन अस ब्यूटिफुल नेचर गिवन अस अ ब्यूटिफुल कंट्री नॉर्थ साउथ वी हेव द हाएस्ट टू द लोएस्ट वी हेव सो मेनी डिफ्रेंट कल्चर्स सो मेनी डिफ्रेंट पीपल एंड काठमांडू इज फुल अफ आर्ट एंड आर्किटेक्चर काठमांडू वैली सो दिस इज वॉट वी थॉट वी सर दिस इज द थिंग फॉर नेपाल वर्क ऑन टूरिज्म सो वी स्टार्टेड द ट्रावल एजेंसी आई थिंक वी वॉर द सेकेंड ट्रावल एजेंसी बिफोर दैट दे वॉज एटा थर्ड आई भंडियन हमारे खोल्वी तो वी हेड दैट अंबिकाजी हाउ वॉज इट लाइक अब वर्किंग विथ योर हजबेंड लाइक हजबेंड एंड वाइफ एज अ पावर कपल है तब सुरू कर लाइक यू आर सो सपोर्टिव इच अदर है हाउ वॉज इट लाइक टू वर्क विथ योर हजबेंड इट वॉज समटाइम्स डिफिकल्ट बट ही वॉज अ रियली एन अंडरस्टैंडिंग पर्सन एंड ही इन हेड इनकरेज मी अ लॉट इन डुइंग थिंग्स ही वॉज बिहाइंड मी in working with four other things because i worked in uh, social work right from the beginning i became a jc and i think you know that i became the first woman president of a country of course yeah yeah also then i then i did other things kbpw k other all the yes the, the bpw i started we worked from 1973 you can imagine from then we started uh, bpw 75 we got it registered and we really ran formally from then we did a lot of thing but he was there helping me and when i went out he was looking after the finances and things here he was looking after this getting more getting more covers getting all that to work done i used to do the sales outside and then come back and work together we worked together to do everything Do you remember was like when you had this incident where you and Dwarika ji were like when you were working together like things that you enjoyed the most when working with him like you need know, this incident fond memories or no it was it was really good that you know sometimes when i'm doing sales he would turn up doing sales from another place so that i really like when i was in in copenhagen 
I was doing sales there. And he was, I don't know where he came from, but he came to meet me in, in uh, Copenhagen. And that was wonderful to have him together. We were together in Copenhagen, in Denmark. And that was such an enjoyable time because for me, traveling alone and facing all these people is very, very difficult. Fighting, facing, being nice, being, you know, pleasant and doing all this and fighting for Nepal etc. And for the company, it was difficult. I've been through very difficult times. Had so many incidents when I have been there. Had falls, broken my leg, broken my... It's it's so Ramayloki Sundakiripani that you had such a supporting, in a way, very feminist husband, and you know, that was in your life who supported you. Ahilipani were fighting for more feminist men like him. So I mean, it's wonderful. How did it transition or transform your life, like to live with a man like that? You know, to because it was supportive. It helped me more because I was strong. I was, I had that. But then when he, when somebody helps you, somebody who doesn't stop you, don't do this. You're going to undena. You're not going to. No. When he told me, yes, go. Gora. So, he would help me. When Jaycees, I used to have dinners here, cook dinner and get these men here to become members. He helped me. He was there with me. He was not a member, but he was with me. He was a Rotarian. But he was always supportive, very, very supportive. Of course, when you're a husband and wife, you have tussles. Of course, you have fights and all that. That's all. And we'd keep quiet. I would keep quiet. I wouldn't speak. That was all. To the unza unza. But no, in overall, he was very, very supportive. Then now, like, Duharika's is one of the most uh, well-known, reputed uh, hotel, not just in Nepal, but in the world, Naina. So how does that make you feel today? No, I feel very happy. I'm, uh, I'm sorry that he's not here. I'm sure he will be very happy to see what he started and how it's taken. He had visions. He had said when we just had 20 rooms, he said, you know, one day we'll get the top people from the world here. And yes, we have had. You know that we have had presidents here, we've had prime ministers here, we have so many people coming here. Ambikaji, uh, you're 89, you know. You're at 89, I see Bakarupani, you're like uh, working on KPPWMAPANI, like different organizations, you're so active, you know. So, what is your life day in a like a day like or life ma? Middle morning ma, I have my usual my own things to do. I also do puja and I also do my aflamentin the gorne you. And as you know, I had had cancer. I had very bad cancer. I, the doctors told me afterwards. I was my daughter took me to Mayo in uh, America, and the doctors who treated me. When I went back after some years, you know, I would go there, of course, regularly for checkup and all that. But when after many years, when they got me, they said, I'm free. They told me, Ambega, we didn't think you would make it. I was that bad when I went there. But I made it. And I'll have to tell everybody, it's the willpower that you have. And not let yourself go. Yes. 
I have a friend in Australia just now. This lady is full of cancer. She's taking chemo, but she took part in the international as an election chief. She was on that working. She took chemo in the morning. At night, she's with us. So that's her. She says, I am okay. I'm going to fight. I am going to be all right. This is my Germany. So we don't have to leave cancer. All of us, work. Get yourself strong and say, no, we'll fight. Monisha le bansani. I fought. Yes, that's it. Monisha le maile bane the. Eh, Monisha. They said, don't let yourself go. Go on. Come on. Go. And she saw me. So, as a cancer survivor, you know, everybody goes through their own journey, and then they have their own life lessons. Bane the cancer battles. Eh, hazul ki sikno bote like. No, I have to be very careful after cancer because I have lost my spleen. So I have uh, my immune system is low. So I've always got to be careful of getting into groups and getting into things. So that's okay. So now you're uh, cancer-free. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So are you still involved? Are you still involved? Like what? Your business, Maaki? Like no business. Now listen, the business kids have an any. We've always got to hand it over to the younger generation, right? Now the business is run by my daughter and my grandson. Three generations. I am there. I sit behind. I do the check signing. Fine, but all the rest they are doing. I don't interfere. They are doing all the things. They have to do it. But I still work with business and professional women. I work with Nepal Heritage Society, and I am the consul for honorary consul for Spain. You saw me with Spanish. Hi Vijay, Hi. thank you so much for uh, being here with us on Aji's podcast. No, well, my pleasure. Thank you. So today, well, uh, Aji's is all about the bond between the grandchildren and uh, the grandparents, the elders overall. So it's it's great to have you with us today. And just wanted to know, like, how is your relationship with uh, Ambika Ji? <laughs> it's uh, very close. So firstly, we we live together. We live in the same house, so and uh, now I've been living in Nepal for 11 years. So came back to Nepal to to work with uh, my grandmother, what my grandparents basically have started. So uh, it's a quite close bond personally, and also now from the business wise, work in the same organization. So it's quite uh, quite interesting. It's nice. <laughs> so if you had to like sort of uh, describe your grandmother, how do you see her? Oh my goodness, uh, she is. Very uh, energetic. She really um, she works basically for Nepal. It's not that she works only for our organization or our family. I think she she tries to you know build uh, build something up in Nepal. So she's not only involved in the businesses. So she's involved in a lot of social work. So uh, especially her main focus nowadays is in social work. So she tries to. Uh, Improve, you know, the situation uh, for people, especially women's work uh, in Nepal. So, uh, very inspirational. And uh, yeah, she has uh, come a long way from starting with five rooms here 
1970 to where we are today. She's been the big contribution together with my grandfather and my mother um, that we are where we are today. So quite proud. Wonderful. And what have you sort of like uh, learned from her? Like I learned uh, she's very good with people. So she's very good uh, with uh, socializing, building a network. So that I'm, I'm trying to learn. Uh, of course, also the visionary part to looking at, you know, how Nepal can develop, how can Nepal can progress as a nation, as a, even in, in tourism as a, as a destination, you know, not, not only uh, the Dwarikas, but the whole of Nepal, how we can progress, how we can become, you know, offer better products in Nepal. So um, trying to learn from her, from, from that angle as well. She has a lot of ideas, a lot of creativity in that as well. And yeah, follow the footsteps, basically. That's wonderful. And But how difficult or not difficult it is to work with her? Like, you know, sometimes when you work with our elders, like... It's, I mean, it's, it's of course, it's difficult in, in one way because we have different mentalities. You know, we have different, uh, the way she started, uh, that uh, is something I've never experienced and I will not understand also, you know, that struggle in the beginning. Now the organization, also the organization structure has changed. Also my education is different. My, I was brought up mainly in, in, in Europe, in Germany, uh, went to school there, did my, uh, work there for a bit, so it's a uh, different mentality, of course, and I think, um, but every generation can add to the business, so I can give a different perspective, she gives a different perspective, and if you combine those perspectives, I think that's uh, very beneficial for any organization, because uh, you need to ha look at different angles uh, when you're in business. It's wonderful. And Ambika ji, you've sort of handed over the business and the work to the next generation, Nati Sangha. How do you do Nati Sangha? To hand over Garnu, attachment new generation. So, how is it like? No, no, I don't have any doubts because I know I depend on them and I really think they will do much better because there is such a difference now. The world is different. Everything is changed. So that their ideas and what they have, I didn't get that opportunity. Now the, they have that. They have the technology. They have all these new things that are coming up. And with their knowledge and their outlook, it will be great. So I have no doubt that they will do much, much, much better than what I did. That's no, I think she really, she can hand over and let go. She's not that she controls everything. Uh, she, if she hands over a certain section, she will let you handle it by yourself without, you know, interfering in such a way that it's counterproductive. Of course, she's there to give advice and to give suggestions. Uh, so I think that transition phase has, with her, worked pretty well. But it's really beautiful, the bond you have. What's <laughs> So I am so happy about oh, really? that. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. <laughs> One moment. I'm very, very looking forward to that. You are the Panatini Boysikyo or Kuzko Baikobara. It's Kobarang Desa. So I'm waiting and anxiously and I'm very happy in waiting. So your family is growing. Yes. And it's so good to see that I'm seeing the, the, the third generation. 
No, the fourth generation. Fourth generation. My daughter, and then him, and now his. So that means the fourth generation. I feel very lucky. I'm very happy. <laughs> no, he's very good. He works very well. He's very conscientious. And uh, I have great hopes that he will do wonders. It's wonderful. And do you have any plans, uh, like not just business-wise, like Kate, like uh, do you have any personal plans together or do you do apart from business? Okay? No, I'd like to be together. We are together yeah. at times. We travel, like every every year we go to my aunt in Chicago, so we travel together. Um, and now because of COVID, of course, we, we couldn't. But I'd love to go out with him and go somewhere. That's yeah, right. She has some, some ideas where she still wants to go. So St. Petersburg. Greece, so we still have that on our bucket list. So we're going to take that's my bucket list. So they left, take me. That's so wonderful. So Ambikaji, I think we've sort of uh, come to the end, towards the end of the interview. That, but end this we ask to all our guests. I know what advice do you have to young generation like him and me and people who are listening? Like, what would be your greatest advice? My advice would be to be work if you're in the country, which is your country. Work for the country. Don't think that your country is not able to give you things, that it's a bad thing. It's up to you to work for the country and get what you want. And especially the young people. You're the ones who will be the leaders. You're the ones who will be the changers of this country. So that's what you have to work on. And not get disheartened and say, Oh, No, there's a lot of opportunities in this country. Do not feel disheartened. Always look forward to all of you, to the young people. I say, I know you get disappointed. There are so many setbacks. But there is always the, the, the rainbow out there, which you can see and you can do. And you can make this country, not the older people. The older people have still got the old ideas and they don't want to leave it. It's not correct now. It has the younger generation with your knowledge. You've had the opportunity to get all the knowledge and everything is at your fingertips just now. So use it and do it. Don't get disheartened. There's so many blocks which you have to go through. But if you go on, you will get through. And you have to. There's not you will get through, but you have to get through to make this country what it really is. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jamikaji. Thank you so much for being no, on our thank podcast. Thank you for doing this. And really, I would really think that young people, you have the opportunity here to do what you want. It's not what your parents tell you to do, but what you want to do. Thank you very much, Ambikaji. Thank you so much for your sharing your story with us, your life story with us. It was a great pleasure. Thank you very much. No, thank you all. As I said, it's a real pleasure having you all here. I feel great that you all are here with me young people go ahead thank you and thank you show you. what you are what you're inside bring it out remember each one of you has a gem inside polish it and take it out okay thank you thank you thank you so much thank you thank you thanks oji's podcast ko yo episode lai sahyog garnu bhayeko ma panchakanya foundation lai dheri dheri dhanyawad panchakanya nepali pan nepali man आफ्नोपन को गौरव स्वाभिमान नेपाल को अनि पेट्रन्स बनी सहयोग गर्नुहुने देश विदेश का साथी सहयोगीहरूलाई पनि मुरी मुरी धन्यवाद 
यहाँहरू पनि अजीजको पेट्रन बनी सहयोग गर्नुहुन हार्दिक अनुरोध गर्दछौँ हाम्रो पेट्रन पेज हो patreon.com/ajis यहाँहरूको सहयोगले हामी धेरै भन्दा धेरै हजुरआमा हजुरबुवाहरूका इन्स्पायरिङ र एक्स्ट्रोर्डिनरी जीवन कथा यहाँहरूसम्म ल्याउन सक्छौँ